0: Welcome to today on Broadway for Wednesday, September twenty eighth, two thousand twenty two. I'm Broadway Videos, Matt Tamanini.
1: and I'm arts and culture Ashley Steves.
0: Ashley, I am getting ready to be in the eye of the hurricane, where to it's weather quiet. the storm. Ah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it, I am here in Central Florida. Um, I've posted my my water um, purchase. I, I bought four gallons of spring yeah. water to have on You're hand. Packed. You're ready to go. Yeah, I've been watching the Weather Channel all day. Expect for rains and heavy winds to really start picking up mm, midday on Wednesday and probably going for at least 24 hours. I don't anticipate Ooh,
1: being... Meteorologist Matt in here now. Well, I've been, literally had the Weather Channel on
0: <laughs> all day long sitting here in my office. It's like
1: my whole childhood. I was a weird kid that used to just sit around oh, watching yeah. the Weather Channel at my like six in the morning.
0: My mom's family, the Armstrongs, were are all Weather Channel people. Oh, um, yeah. But I am generally not, but I will turn it on, obviously, for this stuff. <laughs> when, there's, but yeah. when there's a hurricane, you know,
1: that bearing down at the place yeah. where
0: I live. Um, I don't anticipate it being super bad uh, here where I am, of course, because I'm so far inland in Orlando. But obviously, it's going to be very bad and very dangerous for a lot of folks on the coast. So I'm wishing mm-hmm. all of those people the best. I'm yeah, also hoping so- that maybe before it makes landfall, uh, maybe it'll die down a little bit. But But we will see. That being said... Uh, mm-hmm. As long as I don't lose power, nothing will change here on Broadway Radio. But yeah. Ashley, just for you, Grace, and James, if I do lose power, y'all are on your own because uh, not much I can do I about mean... that. Without I can't really can't really pod without power. So, uh, but we'll see I what mean, happens. Yeah,
1: I could certainly attempt in some way. It would just have to. Well, you it's... wouldn't even have cell service, That's would
0: you? Yeah, yeah, more than likely, if the power goes out. Cell service could stay on, but I we yeah. could record. You could call me via Skype or something yeah. <laughs> uh, on my cell phone and I can go from there. I wouldn't be able like, to get Live stories. from
1: the feet fi- live from the field. You just yes, exactly. hear wind and rain me in the background. Outside in can- a-
0: yeah. the exactly. me, me and Jim Cantori uh standing yep. out there on, on uh, there uh on Tampa Bay. But anyway. All right, well, let's duo. get into the news. Um, speaking of a dynamic duo. Uh, I don't really know where I'm going with that. This isn't a joke. Sure this not. is the great Amelda Staunton, who is getting ready to take over the role of Queen Elizabeth II on the Netflix series The Crown. She I has am. announced her next theatrical project, and actually, it was Baz Bama Boy who reported it for Deadline. And it is still weird for me that Baz Bama Boy is doing reporting no that does with not the Daily Mail. <laughs> well, that and it doesn't come out on Thursday evening because that's yeah, when Baz always true. dropped his stuff. Instead, he dropped this on Tuesday morning, and he confirmed the long uh, gestating return of Imelda Staunton to to the West End in a revival of Hello, Dolly! will finally happen in 2024. It was originally supposed to happen in 2020, but both the pandemic, obviously, and then her taking over as Queen Elizabeth on the Crown have pushed that back. She is getting ready to make her debut on November November 9th in the fifth season of the Crown as the Queen, as if you follow the Crown, they do a different Queen for every two years. Years a different person playing the queen for every two years, sure. so she will play her in season five and season six. However, um, season six is getting ready to film next June. It will wrap <laughs> up next June, so she will be able to get and back. Probably into- need
1: to do some rewrites now.
0: Well, she's not old enough to play like. 90-year-old Queen Elizabeth.
1: No, I know. But their next season is their final one, I believe. So I don't know how they're expecting to end it if they already already had it written or not. But if they did, they're going to have to make some changes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But once they finish filming sometime in summer of 2023, she will then be able to begin rehearsals with director Dominic Cook who apparently they've already got ah, a, mm-hmm. uh, a a West End theater lined up for 2024, but it has not officially been announced. I originally thought that this might be just the London production of the Jerry Zachs version that ran on Broadway with Bette Midler a couple yeah. years ago. This is not going to and be Bernadette that. And Bernadette Peters. And Bernadette Peters. And, and Donna, Donna Murphy. Murphy, who I saw. The important um, ones. Yeah, yeah, I saw them both. I would have been okay with Reuben McIntyre. would have taken over too. But uh, that's just there. Um, yes, please. So – Look, Imelda Staunton, long history on stage and screen. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen her do her Rose's turn, I think that was at like I Paper have. Mill or something like that. I mean, the word Iconique is... Iconique. Is, it is created for that performance. I kind of wish she was doing Gypsy just so she could do that again. But Dolly Gallagher Levi is, is a great role up there with uh, with with Rose as well. So...
1: Yeah, she's kind of the UK version at this point of getting all these big broad with a capital B roles. Like she's the go to at this point, which is good. I like her. I Yeah. I, I didn't love her gypsy, but uh I did love Rose's turn specifically, so yeah, and I will a- be very interested to see her Dolly, Levi.
0: She's a little unhinged and I don't mean that She's in a, a bad way. Little unhinged. Like all of her performances are just a little left of center even in roles that are left of center. Like I think she recently played Mrs. Lovett and and Sweeney and like I think she's just mm-hmm. a little I think it was her and and Michael Ball from the original cast of Les Misérables. Um yeah. and she's just a little she's just a little more strange uh Mrs. Mrs. Lovett than we're used to and her her Rose her, her Madam Rose a little more strange than normal. All of those characters are normally strange, <laughs> but she adds a little extra strangeness. So it'll be interesting to see Dolly yeah. Who I don't think I would say strange is a way that I would describe Dolly Gallagher Levi normally. Um, but we'll see how much no. strangeness Imelda Stanton brings to the role.
1: God, when was the – because they were talking about bringing Gypsy over for so long. Oh, yeah. I think with at Imelda. Roundabout. Yeah, at Roundabout. At Roundabout, yeah. That was, at, I think, the Savoy Theater in London. But that was how many years ago at this point? Seven-ish? I don't know.
0: I With the pandemic, I kind of lost all track of time. And like I don't <laughs> yeah, really remember
1: – Truly who's to say. Oh, yeah. my God. And of course, you know, follies and all that. Yeah, of
0: course, which I saw via NT Live, uh, and it was fantastic. I
1: saw live and in person, and I'm looking Uh at a photograph from it on my bulletin board right now. Rub it
0: in, jerk. Yeah, Uh, well... (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) let's stick in London. And yesterday it was confirmed that the recent young Vic production of Daniel Fish's sexy. Oklahoma will have its West end debut beginning in February of 2023. It will open or begin performances at the Wyndham theater on the 28th of February. It'll have, I'm sorry. It'll open on, on the 28th of February after beginning performances on February 16th. And it'll play through September 2nd of next year. Um, This, of course, had a really acclaimed run uh, in London, uh, much like it did here. And I I feel Mm -hmm. like it's one of those shows that I wasn't sure that it would play super well in London because they they tend to like – things a little more slick and a little for lack of a better term cheesy uh but it it is a show that played well enough there that people thought it was worth bringing uh to the west and i they have not announced a cast to go along with this but um uh, james davis and patrick vale uh, who were in the Broadway production. They were in it when it was at the Young Vic, uh, along with, um, Arthur Darville playing, uh, Curly McLean and Marisha Wallace, former Broadway radio guest as Ada mm-hmm. Annie, uh, Liza Sadovy as Aunt Eller and, uh, Anushka Lucas as Lori Williams. So we'll see what happens. Um, I, it'll be I, fine. I think I, I I just, I still have. Thoughts and concerns about this one?
1: Yeah, it's weird to me because it, you wouldn't think it would work across the pond because it's such an Americana musical. But that being said, it is the roots of every other musical that's pretty much ever existed at this point that's fair. going Very forward. Fair. So it's, you know, hard not to at least like bits of it, whether you have an attachment or an association with it or not. Yeah,
0: I have a framed version of the original poster of Oklahoma in my living room. Uh, of course. So my so my love of that show is is long and abiding, so that's why yeah. I have mixed feelings about Sexy Oklahoma. But that's Anyway, that's fair. been that's been well discussed here. Um, let's move on to a show playing a little closer to home. Although, now that I say that, I don't know if it's actually closer to New York City then London is, uh, Ooh, okay. as the crow flies, but this is the out of town tryout for the Griswolds Broadway vacation. It recently began its run at Seattle's Fifth Avenue Theater, where it will currently play through this weekend, um, October 2nd before presumably picking up its journey back on Broadway where the show is primarily set it features a book music and lyrics by the great former Broadway radio guests David Rossmer and Steve Rosen of the other Josh Cohen and is directed and choreographed by Donna Fiore the show recently had its press opening and we have a few reviews I won't run through a ton of them but I will run through two. Gerald Pierce of the Seattle Times who is fantastic used to be of uh, American theater and used to write for in, in Chicago he's great but his review reads thusly part of Me wonders how this show would play as a one act, preserving its first act momentum. It's a two hour show with a fifteen minute intermission, and a one hour and forty five minute show with no intermission isn't unreasonable. But that break added on top of a slow start to act two that allows Ellen, the mother in the show, the emotional core of the show, to be put on the back burner, feels like it feels like it costs Broadway Vacation its cathartic climax. The music is there, with multiple songs still running through my head. The direction and choreography are there. Honestly, I've never laughed this much at any of the previous Vacation Series properties. Wow. And, yeah. And surprisingly, the end of the show threatened to make me cry as well. I can't help but wonder what it would be like if it had succeeded. Uh, hmm. like Succeeded making him cry. Um, yeah. He means. I If you don't follow Gerald Pierce, he's great on social media. He's one of those critics that... Yes, indeed. When I hear regional critics like praising a show like this, I'm like, okay, you know they they generally like to praise shows in town for various you know political and and self beneficial reasons Uh, I trust Gerald. Um, Mm -hmm. He's he's fantastic, and and I really like that review. Um, Jay Irwin, who reviewed the show for Broadway World, who I've worked with in the past, said, "Quote the show by David Rossmer and Steve Rosen has several things going for it and a few huge things against it." Good news first, I'll let you read the bad stuff in the review. I'm just going to focus on the good stuff here. Um, It's more fun than a trip to Wally World. The book is just plain funny, (laughs) and it's many references to New York and its denizens and the ridiculous antics the Griswolds get up to. Most notably the bevy of Times Square character knockoffs, whose number was one of the few good ones in the show. That's one of the bad things, apparently. Uh, And the recurring gag of Rusty constantly turning potential disaster into a success due to the fact that he's just a nice kid. Um, And he goes on to talk about some of the scenic design and the sight gags and stuff, uh, as well as the choreography. But, I mean, it sounds like this show is strong. I. I've it's been got
1: a big good, fan. Yeah. yeah, it's got good legs. It needs seems like it needs some big sure. changes. Yeah.
0: Well, and even not even in big. I mean, I, I think Rossmer and Rosen are very smart guys, very funny guys. I have no doubt that they will be able to make yeah. changes based off what they've heard. We know that Kate Rockwell will be returning to the production wherever it ends up next. If that is on Broadway, um, she is currently on maternity leave, having left the show right yep. before performances started. And Megan Ryan King took over for her opposite Hunter Foster as the uh the Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo characters from the movies. Um I'm excited about this one. I love. David and Steve. I love Hunter Foster. Uh, I love um, Kate Rockwell. I'm glad to see her playing somebody actually yeah. in her own age range for the yes, first time in please, her professional career. Um, but I'm excited about this. I don't know that if you would have told me a movie based off of the vacation or a film, uh, a musical, musical. based <laughs> off of the vacation films. <laughs> produced by Ken Davenport would be something I'm looking forward to uh, I would have believed you but this one I definitely am <laughs>
1: fair enough I don't know that I'm looking forward to it yeah but I would I will say that the reviews have me more curious than what I was because I you know I like the vacation movies for sure I Christmas vacation is actually my f- favorite holiday movie I yeah. think um and probably know it by heart uh but yeah I mean it it, it feels I guess, out of its time at this point, like if you were going to do a musical Mm -hmm. on it, then in the 90s probably would have been a better fit. But this has me optimistic besides what seems like it needs a lot of work when it comes to the songs. But I feel like they're the team that could probably turn around those changes pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. I mean, Gerald liked the music for what it's worth. so, So we'll see.
1: Yeah, uh, right. you you also had me curious. I looked it up. At New York to London is six hours and fifty minutes, and then New York to Seattle, you can get a flight for six hours and seven minutes. So it's close. Mm. It's very close.
0: I wonder what the mileage is, the actual mileage. Like, can do you get to? Is I mean, it like, do, can you pick up? I guess it's like probably if, can, further. Well, yeah. Can you? But can you like go faster? over the water than you can over the land like for different reasons i don't know
1: swimming over it i remember the, the days swimming. of like early MapQuest and in google maps where if you were to uh need to travel across this the ocean it would tell you that you need to swim instead of fly you
0: remember map quest be, having to print things out Oh,
1: yes, I do. I talked about this the other day when we were like driving. Well, no, when I was over the weekend when I was driving around in Minneapolis, and I was the child who was in charge of the paper maps for some reason, even though my 12 year older sister was in the car with us. The map was thrust in the hands of a child. That tracks. Uh, yeah, all right, good real parenting. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Another story.
0: Yeah. I won't uh, spend a lot of time on this week's Broadway Grosses because we're already deep into the show, but I will just say that it was a very good week overall. The main stem lost one show with the Urban Hanson leaving, but also picked up a new one with the piano lesson um, mm-hmm. joining the boards. In total, Broadway was up about $1.4 million, or 6%, to come in at $26,367,421. That also saw an increase of an equal 6% in attendance to come in at $214,085. Every show on Broadway, except for four, saw week-to-week increases. The only four shows that saw losses (laughs) were A Strange Loop, which was just $1,700, so that's negligible. Moulin Rouge uh, lost about twenty three dollars half thousand, the Kite Runner lost just under thirty one thousand, and then the music man lost about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but that's a drop in the bucket for them. The biggest You said ba-
1: every show but four, and I was like, What the fuck is four? Is that like six <laughs> but two people are off that yes. day? Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, very good.
0: <laughs> um Funny Girl saw the biggest uh, week-to-week increase. That is because it was coming off the week of Leah Michelle being out with COVID. It saw more than a half million dollar increase in its overall bottom line. Um, in total, of course, The Music Man was the leader with two million eight hundred four thousand eighty four dollars, followed by Hamilton at one point nine one million, the uh, MJ the Musical at one point seven three, Lion King at one point seven, and Funny Girl at one point six four. The rest of the seven figure. Club in sequential order are Wicked, Mulan Rouge, Cursed Child, Phantom of the Opera, Aladdin, Six, Into the Woods, Beetlejuice and The Book of Mormon. In our constant look at which shows are actually uh over capacity, it is never the shows you think that it will be for some reason or another. And a lot of times it has to do with shows that have announced closing. The Phantom of the Opera was at 100.62% last week, come from away at yeah. 100.61, and then MJ has not announced closing at 100.38. Those are the only three shows that were over capacity. Um Both Come Away and MJ are the only two to repeat. Phantom joined after announcing closing. All right, real quick, let's run through some show and casting news. First up, Brooklyn's Theater for a New Audience has announced a one-week extension for the very well-reviewed Remember This, The Lesson of Jan Karski. The show will now play at the Polanski Shakespeare Theater in Brooklyn through October 16th over at Harry Potter and the Cursed Child they have announced a slew of new company members uh, either coming or returning to the show beginning on November 15th. Joel Myers will take over the role of of Albus Potter Eric C. Peterson will play Scorpius Malfoy. Uh, Moni Jade Powers will play Delphi Diggory Uh, Maya Thomas will return to the production taking over as Rose Granger Weasley. Um, Rachel Leslie will take over as Hermione Granger on November 15th and she will play through January 15th when Jenny Jewels who is currently playing Hermione, will return to the production. They join a bunch of the currently running cast members, including principals uh, Steve Haggard, my old high school friend, as Harry Potter, Angela Reed as Jenny Potter, David Abels as Ron Weasley, and Aaron Bartz as Draco Malfoy. Um Moving off Broadway, the York Theater Company's production of "Cheek to Cheek" colon Irving Berlin in Hollywood announced that one of my all-time favorites, Haley Podshun, will be joining the production um, this coming week. Uh, it's I think on Sunday is is her first performance. After Caitlin Davidson will be playing her final performance on Saturday, October first. Um, the show is only slated to run through October sixteenth. So if you want to see this, make sure that you get tickets. It is playing at the theater at St. James. And then finally, in this section, the... Broadway-bound musical, I don't know that they've actually announced intentions to make that happen, um, but the Broadway-bound musical Come Fall in Love Dash, the DDLJ musical, has announced an extension at San Diego's Old Globe Theater. Um, it was originally scheduled to run through October 16th. It will now play through October 23rd. Um, This one has been getting lots of buzz, and I think with kind of like the mm. inclusion and the growth of like Bollywood movies and their yeah, yeah, appeal yeah. in In the United States, this one very well could end up having a a really cool life in New York. It is based off of a beloved 1995 Bollywood film with a name that I will not try to pronounce, but it has been commonly abbreviated Mm. as DDLJ.
1: Yeah, I would love to see it become very successful in New York. Again, as we talked about before, like the fact that there aren't any major Bollywood-style musicals is really an affront to the whole art form because it's so flashy flashy and loud and beautiful. And fun. And fun. So fun. Yeah.
0: All right, let's wrap
1: up the show with a feel good
0: recommendation. And this one is in line with what I mentioned last week when I talked about Sarah Bareilles recording yes. the, uh, a track for the cast album for Into the Woods. They released a new video this time featuring Joshua Henry and Gavin Creel. They, of course, were laying down the track for Agony. That album will be released this Friday, September 30th. Much to the delight of my brother, yes. he—he uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. he literally more so than you somehow. Well,
0: I look. <laughs> he called me last week and said, "Hey, is there any chance you're going to get the album early?" I was like, Some, oh, yeah. I mean, gosh. I get albums early fairly regularly, but I mean, I I don't know that I will. This is a Sony Masterworks, I think. I don't know that I often get their stuff ahead <laughs> of time.
1: He's um, like shaking and withdrawal. Seriously, I love and this it. is
0: like my brother who didn't really care about musical theater until his daughter decided yeah. she liked musical theater, and now he's all in. I sent him a, the video a champion, of a queen. Yeah, I sent him the video of Josh and Gavin because uh, he was so excited, and he texted back, "Yeah, I've already watched it." I was like. Good for you. You're welcome. I
1: I find it ultra impressive because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I don't know so if he turned on like, alerts a- <laughs> for the YouTube channel or something, but it's a new level. Like yeah, I'm I'm, I'm impressed him. and proud myself. Yeah. I don't even know him, but I'm proud of him. Yeah. Um
0: I'm surprised you didn't meet him. Uh you
1: didn't meet him in Didn't uh... didn't end up happening. This yeah, trip, I think. I trip. think.
0: I think in March that was one of the times you canceled on me, if I remember
1: correctly. It's very possible. <laughs> Considering as you I'm, did it like
0: three <laughs> times in a row. <laughs>
1: Hey, I gotta, I, I gotta have some consistency. It's gotta be That's something. True. It might not be the the beneficial thing. But. I mean,
0: you, as soon as we threw into the woods in the mix, though, so you refused to cancel those plans, and you actually showed up for. Yeah. Our, uh-
1: but to be fair, I canceled on you for company once, so you That's know true. that I was busy.
0: No, I think you. Were, I think you had COVID at that point, didn't you?
1: I think I was. I think that was a work one. I think uh, that was okay. an inescapable work one. I have canceled on you for COVID, which is a better excuse than my job at least in my opinion but here we are regardless
0: yeah either way Um, all
1: right everybody we we made we made it to both nonetheless the same room if nothing else
0: we saw each other i mean we sat next to each other at into the woods and you came down and said hi to me um at company's final performance so we did see each other so exactly
1: we did it (laughs)
0: we did it Joe right, everybody that's all that we have for today thanks for listening to today on Broadway follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Broadway Radio and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley where can people find you
1: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no this is Ashley
0: alright everybody have a wonderful Wednesday if you are in the path of the storm stay safe evacuate if you are supposed to make sure at this point public shelves are completely empty in terms of like water and bread but make sure that you get three Mm -hmm. days of of non-perishable food get some extra water fill up a bathtub if you have an extra water one with water so that you can use it to flush toilets if things go bad um and all that stuff so anyway follow along with my journey through uh, hurricane ian if you want
1: uh yeah, but okay. i
0: otherwise i will be here to talk to you tomorrow along with you right ashley you and me tomorrow yes
1: indeed i'm all right, here all
0: week literally have a wonderful hump day everybody we'll talk to you
1: tomorrow